This is Jeff Stevens, and this is the Creative Stick Up. On this week's episode, I've got Brian Cleaver, the Executive Creative Director at Fusion Marketing. Um, and I didn't know Brian really that well until we sat down, and turns out we had a ton in common. Um, from influences to uh, creativity to talent to, uh, we talk a lot about Ed Catmull's Creativity Inc. book and just how to run a creative department. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Brian Cleaver. It's clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> it goes along with it. It's funny, my um my my grandmother's name uh, was June. Okay. So No. Yeah. Wow. So my dad got a lot of that growing up and every now and then I'll get, you know, some old lady behind a counter and she'll look at my idea or my card or something and she'll start giggling and I'll like look at her and I know exactly what she's what thinking. thinking. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I, it's good. I'll do you know do the intro. Okay. Before this, it doesn't even matter. So okay. anyway, we're just gonna start talking. I feel it. Yeah. So you you have been here how long? So I was actually part of I was part of uh, uh, the Shaw Company. Yep. I probably did that stint for about four years. I yep. led that creative group, and then we were uh, fully purchased by Fusion. I guess maybe three years ago. Okay. Three and a half years ago. Yeah. I have to look at LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. To see to see your dates. LinkedIn to remember yeah, exactly. where I've been. Uh, so with the with the group internally, um, I guess that puts it about seven years now. Okay. Which that you've been at one place. Yeah, it's sort of strange. Doing your thing. It's sort of strange. Prior to that, I was I, I did a lot of. It's, it's funny because I I did this a while back. I, I looked at where I was and and how long I'd been there, and I did a lot of like three and four year stints. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then I thought about this. I'm like. We've been here for a while. Yeah, and did well. I'm sure it felt like a new stint when you came here from the old place. Absolutely, it's just a, an opportunity to, to kind of grow something. Yeah, um, more so than, than what we could do there. Yeah, know, just a lot more opportunity. It it feels like just walking around here. So just sort of being, uh, you know, been in this agency scene for a while. It feels like this. You guys are doing something right here. All right, this place is big. A lot of people, a lot of right. great clients. Right. Yeah. So tell me what. Just tell me a little bit about what you're after here. What you guys are. What your offering is, or what's. It's 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 funny because I I guess we're ever evolving. Yeah. You know. I right. Mean, a lot of times, you know, you build a website mm-hmm. and um, you put something on that website, right? And it says, you know, here's what we do, and here's our proprietary process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of all bullshit. Let's be honest. Let's because be we're honest. we're ever evolving, and it's funny. Um, I actually listened to your. Uh, to your podcast with with Brad next door. Oh yeah, and you know I've never met Brad, but mm-hmm. I mean that's fascinating. Like, it is, and that whole bit that's ever evolving, right? So yep. they're they're yep. ever evolving. Yep. And, um, I think we're kind of doing that here too. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say we we have our um, our thumb on exactly what it is. Yeah. And I know you know we talked in the past about this about um, how to package that because mm-hmm. uh, we seem to be doing it right. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Um, well, you you have the ambition to be a world-class experiential agency, right? It of seems. Course. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you, and so tell me what, like, in order to do that, what do you need to deliver every day? Or what's, what do you guys have to, how do you have to run this side of it? And you are running this creative team here. Right. Yeah. Well, gosh, uh, you know, you need good people. Yeah. You need a lot of good people. Yeah. Um, and it seems, seems like you got a lot, I mean, I know some of your, 
people out there, and you've got the talent wants to work here, so that's always a good sign. If you're doing something right when the talent wants to come. Yeah, we've, we've operated under the radar for a long time. Yeah. Um, nobody know, knew who we were for the first two, two and a half years. Yeah. It's a little bit of um, a, a brewery mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do a lot of business down at AB. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they were against um, uh, submitting for awards. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like an awards hound or yeah. anything like that, but... Um, that's how you kind of keeps get, your profile it, low. <laughs> it keeps your profile low. Nobody knows what you're doing around here. Yeah. Um, and we didn't talk about ourselves a whole lot. We're mm-hmm. getting better at that. Yeah. Um, but as a group, um, you know, we were we were the Shaw Company for, mm-hmm. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we got down to a really small number. I yeah. Think five people. I think I forged that before. Yeah. Yeah. Got down to five people. Uh, then we won a good piece of business. Yeah. Uh, Campari. Yeah. And we started to grow that. And that's why we looked appealing to Fusion. Yeah. And Fusion, prior to that, was a um, an execution shop for the yeah. most part. They didn't have an internal creative group, and that's why they wanted us. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've been able to cultivate this agency personality. And it's not that easy when you get when you get an execution group that doesn't that doesn't see themselves as an agency. Yeah. You know, yeah. Air, air quotation yeah. marks. Yeah. Um, and so we had to take our sort of culture mm-hmm. and implant it in something that was much bigger. Yeah. So the Shaw Company was, I think when we were purchased, we might have been 12 people, okay. 13 people. And then that creative group that was there has since grown considerably. Yeah. yeah. So did you did you come over here, and I'm sure any time there's a merger and acquisitions, lots of times they fail. Lots of times they don't quite know what they're doing. It sounds like this was a good fit, but I'm sure there was, you got to see it firsthand, the bumps, the ways that worked well, the way it didn't work out so well. There were a lot of bumps. Yeah. Um, uh, I won't name any names. Uh, I can I I tell you one instance. Um, I have a lot of anecdotes about this. Um, so uh, we have our own sort of internal procurement sort of um, uh, a group. Yeah. And we were on the phone once, and we were working on something. I'm not sure what it was. I mean, it could have been a teacher. Who knows? Yeah. And we were asking um, this person to price something out, and, and she was telling us it needed to be this way, or like it can't be that way. Yeah, yeah. And she actually said, do you want me to go to another vendor? And we said, well, wait a minute. Yeah. We're actually part of the same group here. I'm right. going to go to another vendor for this. There's a classic, classic bump right there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with the guidance of, of, of great guys like Bill Decker, who you mm-hmm. met, and, yep. and, and, and Greg Litwicky, mm-hmm. and I, I hope I've added to this myself, yeah. we begin to really create um, a creative culture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's yeah. so important. It's, yep. That's important for my group, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's not just my group. We've got so many groups here. We have... Uh, in, um, Incentive services group. Mm-hmm. We have a travel group. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, account service. But and do you work with a, those guys, the incentive guys? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. my so, my team supports everybody. Okay. Yeah. They need they need creative thinking. Yep. They need the art on a stick occasionally, and they yep. need great writing. Yep. Um, and then we have the you know the experiential production group. Um, yeah, that actually is your partners on the yeah. executional end, right? Um, and then we, when you guys came over here as a creative, since they didn't have that function here. Did you sort of bring that mentality, I guess, to this? Did you yeah. have you seen how the way you operate just raised everybody's game? Yeah, or is I it... think a lot of it had to do with how much fun we're having. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Fusion, prior to being in this building, well, actually, Fusion moved down to where the, um, the Shaw Company was for a short period of time. Okay. Do you know where that was? Yeah, was it in on the hill? No, that was, it was on the hill for, for a time, but then they moved on to Soulard on, um, oh. on Menard. Yeah, I don't know. They, uh, right next to um, Obata. Okay. So oh, yeah. almost attached to Obata. In yeah. fact, I think 
the Shaw building started to burn down once, and so a lot of people didn't like that very much. <laughs> Our deck caught on fire, actually. Oh. Sorry, Which is a whole other story. Yeah, I'm going off on a complete tangent there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it was all about how much fun we're having, you know. Um, and I sure sure the deck caught on fire for. It might have. I'm not <laughs> sure about that. But Fusion actually moved into that building, and um, Fusion probably had 20 people, 25 people at the time. Yeah. And I think they saw kind of like the mentality, like that Shaw building was a was a frat house. Yeah. Let's be honest, we had a tile yeah. that could stand up on its own. I would never, <laughs> I would never use it in, in the upstairs bathroom. Right. Um, but they saw much fun we're having. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, know? yeah. So did you guys, I mean, you just showed me this video for the this Nerf thing, and it sounds like culturally this this is well, it's almost you know you you're you're in the experiential business. You have to give develop things that you know are going to be fun and amazing for people to go to. Right. So right. it's almost like if you're not playing, yeah. that's kind of how it was. That you know I showed you the the Nerf thing. I mean, yeah. I think that would be a great case study. You know? Yeah, it'd be great to. After Nerf, I mean, yeah. wouldn't Nerf be a great client? Yeah, Nerf would be a great client. I think they might be listening. You should call. So let's. Yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 give them my number after this. <laughs> how to get in touch with Brian? <laughs> That's funny. Um, so and how how big are you guys right now? How big is your team right now? Uh, my team is I think we're about sixteen people. Okay. Sixteen people. Um, like I said, when we when when we were with Shaw, which was three yeah. plus years ago, yeah. we got down to five. Yeah. Right, and that was just me. I yeah, was, that was the only creative. You're the only left. creative there. Wow, only creative left. Last man standing. Last man standing. That's right. And um, since then, we were able to grow it to 15. So 15, and that's over a healthy the course team. of you yeah, know, three years. Three years is pretty quick. That's yeah, moving, man. And what do you, you know, as you've stepped into this role of, of leading a bigger team, what, what, you know, it's you're you're responsible now for their development. You're responsible yeah. for their inspiration. You're responsible for a lot of management stuff that when you were just doing all the work. You know what I'm saying? And you now yeah. you got to learn how to do all this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and does this come easy for you, or a natural guy like that? Uh, kind of, but also <laughs> you kind of got to learn. You got to learn a lot. Yeah. I think, um, you know, air quotes again, being in, in, in a creative position, and really, I mean, I'm sure you experience this as well, you know, there's the kind of person that, that sort of just sees connections. Yeah. In things yeah. before anyone else sees those connections. I mean, that's yeah. I'm sure you're the exact same way. Yep. And I'm, yes. All my team out here is the exact same way. And yeah. You know, your family probably tells you that sometimes, like, oh, you're so you're so creative at that, and you kind of like, oh, you know, you blush a little bit, and you're like, yeah. stop calling me that, you know. Yeah. But it's true. And, yeah. And so with that, I think you kind of you kind of know sometimes, mm -hmm. and and sometimes you 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 hope you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And then you read a lot. Yeah. You read a lot about what not to do. <laughs> You know, especially after you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why that fail? Uh -huh. But I told you, you know, I've been, yeah. um, uh, I've been reading uh, uh, Creativity Inc. Yeah. I, I finished it. And yeah. In fact, I don't want to uh, give anybody any misconceptions. Um, I can't finish a book, so I actually just listen to it on my Audible. On books on tape? Yeah, my Audible account, right. That's beautiful. Uh, but I got a good drive, 20 minutes in, 20 minutes out every day. So yeah. I just That's listen to books. You, yeah. And, um, you know, that book... Which is the uh, uh, Ed Catmull? Ed Catmull, uh, uh, Creativity Inc. It's about yeah, head of Pixar. Fantastic book. If you're in the creative book. creative business, you should read this book. I mean, creative leadership business. If you're running oh, a creative department, yeah, yeah. it's what's it's great a, about it is that it, indispensable. It it justified a lot of the things that I was thinking. Yeah, and it completely changed. Um, it completely changed my perception on a lot of other things. Too. Yeah, and so I'm starting to. Um, beginning to slowly implement some of the things I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, that, and that, like that kind of stuff helps. And I like so let's talk about some of those things because one of the big 
things to me was how to how to create a feedback loop or how to create a system right. where you can uh, healthily interrogate the work. Yeah, yeah, I found that so interesting because yeah. being in this in this job, we yeah. constantly have to judge. Yes, right? yes, and you got to take the person out of it. Yeah. It's not the person. You're not judging the person. You're judging the idea. Yeah. So on the flip side, it's not you that's getting judged. It's your idea. Yeah. And you can't like, you can love an idea and you can live with that idea. Yeah. But sometimes you got to let that idea go. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in that book, yeah. you know, they, they created, or Ed created something called um, the Brain Trust. Yeah. I think is what they called it. Mm-hmm. And that is just a group of people uh, that are outside of the project mm-hmm. that come to meet on the project. Yeah. And um, sort of give feedback. Yeah. The, Kicker, though. Really thoughtful fee- feedback. What I love about it yeah. is that the feedback and the changes that they want to make are not mandatory. Yeah. Regardless of high, how high the level comes down. Right. So uh, we started to slowly implement that here. At least we're going to. Yeah. Uh, very soon. I yeah. Talk with the um, the Tree of Trust group here. Oh, I like all, that. The tree. All, the, uh, all the senior managers. All the senior managers. And we're going to try to kind of yeah. develop that. Yeah. Another one was uh, Notes Day. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome, right? That was a huge, huge, huge idea. So explain that a little bit, because I thought that was really powerful. Yeah, what was great about Notes Day was, if I remember correctly, and I I finished the book probably a month ago, um, uh, Pixar had all their senior leadership out to um, a retreat. Mm -hmm. 23 people, I think is what they said. Yeah. All these... um, Big wigs are out there discussing, you know, how to get the company back to a more creative culture. Yeah. They, they were growing so fast. At yeah. this time, they might have been 1,200 people yeah. or something like Yeah, that. it was just becoming massive. They had, they had taken over Disney and, they, yeah, all this stuff. So one guy said, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we ask the people? We hire the best people in the world, the smartest, most creative people in the world. Mm-hmm. Why don't we ask them how to make it better? Yeah. You're right? Yeah. And so um, they initiated something called Notes Day. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, they... they um, they sent out a survey to mm-hmm. everybody. I mm-hmm. think they sent out a survey mm-hmm. where they people uh, went to a website and kind of yeah. gave them suggestions on topics to discuss. Yes. And this is all how to improve the company. The company. Yeah. Not a project or right. anything like that. Yeah. Because the company is is essentially our product. Yeah. Right? Because we don't make widgets. We yeah. make ideas. So yeah. Like we, are, we are the product. Yeah. Um, and so they did. And they got 1,200 responses from people about topics. Yeah. Right? Which is amazing. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. And they were thoughtful and they were good. And so a small group of people narrowed it down to a I mean, handful, 50 yeah. maybe. Crunch and there's probably lots of different overlap. ones that were the same overlap, right, yeah. Right. And um, then they spent a day, so I think it might have been February, someday in February, where they took a, a, the entire day off and everybody sort of brainstormed in groups around these particular topics. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it was really incredible. Yeah. And they got a lot of great, yeah. great feedback on yeah. it. And I think they uh, went on to be uh, better for it. Yeah. When you think about like, just the, the powerful experience of asking every single person in the company what they think, how to improve it. They all get to actually sit down and go over it. All of their feedback is heard, understood. I'm sure changes happen the next day. I mean, it just feels like all of a sudden I'm, you feel I'm in this thing, man. And that's so That great. alone is enough yeah. to change. Yeah. Not even implementing what, what you come up with, which yeah. you obviously need to, but yeah. that alone, yeah. being involved in something like that is yeah. probably enough for change. So. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend anybody to, to, to do that. I know yeah. uh, Greg that, and I have talked yeah. at length about how to do something like that around here. here. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's funny. So let's go back to the 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 process of feet. The, the interesting thing is when they have those uh, sessions, you know, for a film, 
it's a much longer process. The, the thing I found funny about that book was they have three years to make a movie, right? Yeah, so our right. world, three years for a pitch. Our world is a little shorter and faster, and we have a lot more to judge. So it's interesting when you start to think about how you're going to implement this, uh, you know, session of the brain trust, whatever you're going to call it here. It's it's a tough thing to figure out the pace of that, or or how you you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I can't mean, say I haven't figured out yet, yeah, but, um, but but it's interesting. But we're gonna try. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, yeah. two to three years to make a movie, which is yeah. forever. I know you're reading that. You're like, eh, it's right. not quite the same thing. If we had <laughs> if we had a year for a pitch, we'd still work on it the last week before we. <laughs> totally. you know, that's when we started, right? Right. That's how we do things. That's how we do. But um, yeah, I, it, I think the most interesting part about it was this idea of candor. Yes. About uh, so the 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 actual way they gave feedback was yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. The, the ability so to, yeah, to to be total. And do you think you know it's it's interesting because everyone's got their ego at an agency. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their little baby they made, right? Everyone feels strongly about their idea. You're yeah. seeing three or four ideas, and you have to narrow it down or make them all better. Right. And it's yeah, being candorous like it is hard, right? It, oh yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to hurt feelings, right? yeah. you know? Sometimes yeah. you don't want to hurt feelings, and sometimes you don't want to say, that's a dumb idea, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And think, you know, if you phrase it correctly, yeah. you can come across the right way. And you and I have both had really dumb ideas that we fought for. I've had a lot of dumb ideas. Right? Yeah. And you fight for them, and you feel, you know, and you know where everyone's at. People are fighting for ideas, and you're the only one that doesn't see how dumb they are. Right, right. Well, part of that. <laughs> Uh, again, I got some great people out here, and yeah. I've been lucky enough to sort of handpick them since mm-hmm. since since the Shaw days, and um, you know I've learned to trust them. Yeah, yeah. When I have a dumb idea, I, I'm not afraid to yell it out because yeah. if yeah. my my dumb idea might spark, spark a great idea, and, and that's what you got to keep in mind. Absolutely. I try to tell all yep. the young guys that come up and are afraid to talk in meetings yeah. and, and brainstorms. Yeah. Just say your dumb idea. Yeah. You know. Um, it's it, so it's so critical to learn, and it's so critical to learn. I I teach that to account people because. I think sometimes they hear a dumb idea and think, oh, my God, we're going to go down this route of dumbness. And they get nervous and they try to get you back to the brief. Right, but right. you and I know yeah. it takes a lot of dumb ideas to connect to. To get to the good idea. Get, right. And you got to let it play out. So when these guys don't jive with whatever I'm saying, yeah. or, I mean, they're not afraid to tell me that. No, or, or maybe they're not afraid not to clap. Let's put that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they'll, you know, I'll know if my idea was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said earlier about the, this thing where you connect things quicker as a creative. That was that's and it's something, you know, we all feel but don't know how to quite express. You said that very well. And I totally hear you on that. Like yeah. you you see things quicker. Just you just feel this story click quicker or this thing. I don't know if it's a gut thing. Yeah, what is if that? It's a, if it's a brain thing? Yeah. It's it's funny. I read another um again, I'm on these damn books. Yeah. That's um, good though. Uh, you're at Malcolm, that point in your career where you you just feel you need this you're in that world, right? Of yeah, creative leadership. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I read um Blink by Malcolm Gladwell and yeah. it's all about this idea of thin slicing, which essentially means take everything away and trust your gut and your experience yeah. and and you can do it quickly. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's really something about that. It's funny, um, Nordy Cohen gave me Blink probably eight or nine years ago. Okay. So you worked at Moose? I worked at Moose, right. Okay. He gave me Blink and I didn't I didn't read it. I, it might actually be up there on the shelf back behind there. Um, I just left it on the shelf and because I can barely finish a book right. with my attention span. Right. But I remembered that I, I, I read the intro and I, I really liked it. So I went back and got it on, on, um, on tape or okay. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the, yeah. The audible Your thing. audible thing, yeah. And... Uh, 
It's fantastic. I think that's part of it. It's about yeah. It's about your experience, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this for a good amount of time. Yeah. And I think you kind of got to trust your gut. Yeah. It's funny because you know this happens a lot where you'll be in a, a initial brainstorm, not even the brainstorm, mm -hmm. the initial download. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure you could say the same thing, and I'm sure everybody out out there in my group could say the same thing: is that when you're reading a brief or someone's giving you the download, it's like you almost know what the answer is. Yes. And you got to explore lots of things yeah. to get back to your answer. Yes. But a lot of times it happens like, yeah. in the first ten minutes of, of a download. You're yep. like, oh, it's it's got to be this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you you, you explore. Yep. Because you you have to, and yep. they pay you to. Yep. Right? Yep. You get paid handsomely to explore. Yep. Um, but a lot of times you come back to your original idea. Yep. It's yeah. and. It is, people don't want, sometimes it is easy, and you still have to go through the process. But sometimes, I agree, like your first idea is the best idea. Sometimes, yeah. Somet sometimes it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so this is, this is fascinating to me. So, and you and I are in this business. We, we, you, we have a gut, we have a feel. Connections come quick. You can see, see things, just they pop in your head, and I, I totally know where you're saying, right? right? And then you have this whole world of, Business leadership account stuff, ROI measurements, uh, testing, data, data, right? <laughs> and it's yeah. it's it's a really hard thing to cross. And we, I don't it's think become we become a lot harder. Yeah, and I don't know if we disrespect data, right? I don't disrespect no, focus groups and disrespect insights, not, yeah. and if they're real, if they're genuine, right. that bullshit. Right. And, and those are hard to find. I think great insights are really hard to get oh, to, you. right? Yeah. Great yeah. consumer insight, and you have big insight groups that'll tell you the same freaking five things that you know, but a really good insight, that's tough. To to, that's yeah. hard to find. So, but anyway, how do you, do you guys have, just in your experience, how do you, because you know what it is, right? And you go down and pitch to guys, and it's all, they're all data-driven, right? They're all data-driven now. Yeah, it's funny. Um, back to the book again. The, yeah. The creativity, because Ed, Ed said it great when he said that if you only trust the data, mm -hmm. then you're probably going to be wrong. Yeah. You know, if you don't trust the data, you're probably going to be wrong. There's some magical, there's some magical uh, little area in between where yeah. you, you have your gut feeling, yeah. you know it's right, yeah. and then you go back it up with data. Yeah. And, you know, we do that. We do that. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. I think agencies are better at that than clients generally. Clients want to be grounded in data because if it fails, they have this easy thing to back up. It's hard to tell your boss it was right. your gut. <laughs> Right, but that's it's also part of the story though too. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when we paint a picture mm -hmm. um, in a in a presentation or in a deck, because I mean that's we are in the business of building decks here. That's yes. We, Isn't that funny? It, it went from we're I, building we're building love that. stuff to yeah. now we're building decks. Yeah. That's all we do around here. Yeah. It's Ten a, twenty decks a week. It's crazy. It is funny. But when you paint that picture, you know you start with the inside, but it doesn't have to be. Here's the insights page, yeah. and then charts and graphs that show it. I mean, yeah. it's written. Yeah. It's written out, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's spoken. Mm -hmm. um, as long as it's part of the story, I think I think that, that works. Yeah. Because if you can get them, I think, if you can get them nodding your head, not in their head before you give them the idea, yeah. what the what the concept is, yeah. then you the concept's easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. And it's... That's so funny. It's so funny you said that you're in the deck building business because I've sat in your chair and it is, it feels like, what do you make? Like, I make PowerPoints all day long. And that's so funny. But as an agency, you know, you what you present that hour, they always ask you what your work is. And it's not the work that gets bought and that you see. Mm -hmm. Like, ultimately, that's been changed and it's been, and it maybe it's gotten better. 
Maybe it hasn't. No, it's got, it's got to work. But that um, moment in the room, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. That's your best thinking. Right, absolutely. You're not any better than that. Well, it's funny you talk about that. I, I try to let the young guys know that when, they're, when their idea isn't, isn't played out the, the way they had it in yeah. their head, yeah. that as long as it's 30 to 40% of what you originally thought of, you're, you're <laughs> you know, that's a success, bro. Totally. If 30 to 40% of what you thought of made it to the street, yeah. That's a success. And you know it. All your best ideas are on the trash can. Yeah. Every damn one. Yeah. But it's funny. I don't... They always come back and they always make better ideas and there's always bits of them that you end up reusing. Yeah. I feel like it's all a big... Like, I probably have... You know, on this computer... You know, I don't know. I'm, same with you. You probably have two, three, four thousand ideas. Who knows? All kinds of crap. You got so much crap. You don't want to see my desktop. Yeah, you don't... I know. <laughs> and and that's, you know, the, the broader catalog of ideas you have... No matter what conversation you're in, you can pick little bits from all of them, right? Yeah, absolutely. You kind of have your go-to. Tell you that's how you can do it fast, man. That's how we do it fast, right? We're in the business of doing it fast too, right? I mean, that's that's the only way to do it. I mean, and so I love so back to that creativity. He had a long talk about how derivative work. That's not what Pixar was about. Right. And they were they tried to teach people not to. Use you know we we talk in the language of films when we're creating ideas as advertising people we talk in the yeah. language of advertising when we're creating ideas yeah. uh, emotions looks feels we we pull from photographers Stories, and designers arcs yeah right, right. and so if you and I were creating idea we would I would say oh it's kind of like this and this and this and you would know what I was talking about and I would reference a film and a photographer or you know right. somebody we know and it's all feels in our world we because of the speed of our response time. There's the derivativeness, we need that because we don't have time, a lot of times, because there's just a volume, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so I wonder, like, when, and I know, ultimately, you do get to original stuff, and and I, I'm just wondering, like, do you see that, and do you know when you've got something that's just like, oh my God, we got to push this? Yeah, I think so, I think so. I think it's, it's, it's not my job to come up with all the ideas yeah that's why we got great people out there yeah you know it's it's just kind of my job to mine those ideas yeah find them you know pounce on them when they're yeah before they leave the room you know nurture them and then um just get generally excited about them and talk really really loud yeah that way everybody knows this is probably going to be the great one you know yeah yeah Um, and then sometimes they stick around sometimes they go away yeah um, yeah i mean that's kind of what we do, right? Yeah. Well, it is funny. And you, as a creative leader at an agency, that is your job. Your job is to sort of hear the thing. You hear it, and you kind of know it. And then it's just to make sure it gets it gets lifted up, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd love it if, it if I had all the ideas, but yeah. I'd drive myself crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have some of the ideas. Yeah. Know? But they, all these guys out here, they have great ideas. Yeah. I love hearing them. Yeah. Know? And do you guys have a, do you guys brainstorm, big brainstorms? Do you have process? Do you do whiteboards, sticky notes? Do you just... We do a lot of whiteboard work. Um, I try to keep brainstorms to five to six people. Yep. But a lot of times, if it's if it's put on the calendar by, by an account person, yeah. we have 12 people in a room. Right. Which means you have three conversations going on. Yeah. Um, so that never really works. Sometimes good ideas come out of that. Yeah. Um, I find on a regular basis that it doesn't. Yeah. I try to keep them fairly limited. Yeah. Because of all of our offerings here in particular, I make sure that we always have a production person, okay, um, a handful of creatives, yeah, and a, a digital person from, yeah. from from Brad's digital team, Brad Harris, um, a great guy over there. Um, and I, I, I try to make sure we got the right people. Yeah, yeah. We got to establish like a work team. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Even if that work team isn't executing a job, but 
maybe they're just brainstorming. I think mm -hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense. Executing a work team gives you the ability to to really hold people accountable mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. So where do you guys see this? Um, when you sit down and think to yourself what this place could be, is it? a uh, hundred person creative staff is it how big do you want to go or is it like you're just sort of that's a great question i mean I'd, I'd love to say we have this great vision for this for this for this or at least for from for my group yeah we do a lot of of um servicing other groups here mm -hmm. so um you know we do a lot of uh, below the line work yeah we do a lot of experiential work yep um we do a lot of incept services mm -hmm. um and some services comes along with the travel department. Yeah. And we do a lot of um, sort of uh, insights, brand insights kind of work. Yeah. And our group really supports all, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for my group to grow, mm -hmm. really, we got to help every other group grow. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's how we've done it, I think. Yeah. You just, yeah. Looking becomes, back on it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Anything else? Burning? Burning? Anything you want to say? Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll give you guys like a huge congratulations. I think this, I think it's gotten harder and harder to be a good agency and a growing agency and whatever you got, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's just not like the old days, man. Um, as far as what clients expect and budgets and how to, and, you know, yeah, so congrats. That's I appreciate awesome. It. Thank you. Yeah, you got a lot of good, and, you know, I, I look around and think, man, they got talent here, which is, is a huge reflection on leadership because nobody's going to work for a creative director they don't. I won't go through. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, again, I've been able to handpick um, all these people, and I know it won't always be that way. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I've got the right people in place, so it doesn't have to always be that way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, it's a little empty out there right now. Everybody is at a, a, a Lion's Choice photo shoot. Uh, we do a bunch of Lion's Choice work around oh, cool. here, which is great. St. Louis loves Lion's Choice, right? That's right. And uh, we sent a bunch of people down, uh, you know, good-looking people down, so we can do a lifestyle shot because nice. we're not going to pay for talent. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's where they are. So if you see this Lions Choice Port of Sale, yeah. probably got some people that work at this agency. <laughs> I love that. All right, man. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. This was fun.